As you come down Milwaukee Avenue, going through Libertyville, one of the signs of life, you know, even as we come out of COVID, is just the pretty healthy business district that you see there. So there's some old stalwarts for locals here, you know, You've got Mickey Finn's. They hopped the street a few years ago, but still good, reliable. But then there are some new places, right? There's that great coffee shop whose name I still haven't learned yet, where Love and Oven used to be. There's Milwaukee Taco. Let's just say you're driving down, you haven't been here for a while, maybe you're back visiting family after a couple years, and you get up here near the corner and you look over at where St. Joe's used to be, and what you see is a sign that says, Easter Joy Cafe. It's the Easter Joy Cafe. Wow, what's up with that? So you say you're pretty hungry, you pull in, you walk inside, man, it's big. Seating is not a problem, tables, chairs everywhere. There's live music, can't beat it. And you know, the waitress comes up, hands you the menu. Hey, welcome to Easter Joy Cafe. You can get anything on the menu here 24-7. It's always available. You look at the sections, they got, you know, careers, section on relationships, spiritual journey. Just wow, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this career thing. Lifelong fulfilling vocation. That sounds amazing. I'll have one of those. Oh, that's great, sir. But I was noticing, you know, it comes with a side of seven years of hard work and sacrifice. Um, I'm kind of full today. Could I get the child-sized portion of that? Sorry, sir, there's no substitutions at the Easter Joy Cafe. All right, well, get back to me. You know, you go to the next person. I've been looking on the relationship section here. Intimate, deep friendship. Man, I really like one of those. Oh, I don't blame you. Those are just amazing. Now, I should tell you, there's a pretty long wait on that. Can you be patient? Can you let that be prepared? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of a hurry. Let me, oh, quick and easy. Look at this. Cheap, manipulative relationship. We can whip that up in five minutes. I'll take one of those. I'll wash it down with a glass of resentment, you know. Just put a little touch of bitters in that, please. Oh, don't worry. Our resentment is always bitter here at the Easter Joy Cafe. Sometimes we come at this as if we can order our Easter, right? As if we can show up and we know what we want. This year, I don't know why, but more than in previous years, people have said to me things like, oh, I had a great Lent this year, or my Lent just wasn't really good this year. And I understand why we'd say that, but there's kind of a subtext there, which is that somehow we can order up the kind of Easter that we want. And the joy of Easter, the real joy of Easter, is precisely in the things that we can't order up. And what we can order is beautiful, don't get me wrong. We can order the flowers, we know they're gonna be gorgeous, they are here. The church looks amazing. We can request, right, amazing musicians and choir members. Now, they weren't ordered up. They want to be here. They're sharing that beautiful gift with us. But still, we come in expecting it, I think, in some ways. So what do we actually get from Easter then? If we can't place our order and receive automatically what we want, and that's why I think we get the readings that we do, because on Easter morning, all you or I can possibly do is receive. 
We can place our order in advance. We can text it in. But when we show up, we don't have control over what we'll receive. So what did they receive? Who actually received the Easter joy first? And it's the same in all four Gospels, just little variations on the theme. But we have John's beautiful version of it today. The first person to receive Easter joy when she pulls up at the Easter Joy Cafe is precisely the woman who showed up expecting to see the absolute opposite. When Mary of Magdala shows up, she's showing up to take care of the body of her deceased friend. When she's showing up, she's not showing up to see an empty tomb. She's showing up to bring the love that she can bring as this sort of final act before the stone is sealed for all eternity, near as she can tell. That's who receives Easter joy in all the Gospels. The ones who receive it first are precisely the ones who show up expecting to find the very opposite. But then why do they receive? They receive because they are there as an act of love. They are there bringing what they have in the face of what would otherwise be, for a lot of the other disciples, lights out, game over, Jesus blew it and so did we, why bother, let's move on. And so just the invitation for every one of us, we've got tombs in our lives, right? And this isn't an Easter downer on a beautiful morning, but there's a reason why all this happens around the tomb. That tomb for them is the sign of disappointment or regret, or maybe even for someone like Peter, shame. And those are precisely the areas in our lives where we don't want to go. You and I, we've got those tombs, and they get generated year after year. Some of the ones just stick around very stubbornly. And the temptation is, I don't want to go there. I want to find a different place. I want to find where the flowers are always blooming, because I place my order and they're there, and I know they'll be there when I show up. I don't want to have to get the package deal. And in some sense, that's what gets in the way. That's what makes today, if you're like me, I can think of plenty of Easter's where I showed up, I sang about Easter joy, I prayed about it, I looked at it, and I left, and my tomb felt every bit as full as it was when I walked into the church. So what do we do? Well, just a suggestion or an encouragement. Don't let one more year go by without visiting whatever your tomb is. And what that means is to show up and bring what you can. And I get it, it's hard. It's hard to go there. It's hard to try and literally breathe some life into what maybe seems like a dead relationship. It's hard to pick up again in the face of what might be disappointment or regret or shame or embarrassment. It's hard in the face of a voice that says, why even bother? You've given so much time and effort to this thing. But you know with brutal honesty in your heart of hearts that it is a good thing. It is something that God said, no, this is what you should invest yourself in. Because the joy of Easter morning is not about magically changing the way the rest of the world looks. Yes, Jesus physically came out of the tomb. But the whole point of that is we don't need the physical laws of nature to be reversed in order to share in what that joy is. But when we show up, show up the way they did. Show up the way Mary Magdala did. 
Bring however much love you have to bring to that tomb. And maybe it's just a little bit. Maybe it's really hard to face that person or have that conversation. Maybe all you've got is a tiny little shred of hope. But bring it. Bring it to the tomb. That's what they brought. Maybe you show up thinking, and there's nothing here but something that is dead and lifeless, but I at least want to honor the memory. Then show up with wanting to honor the memory. Show up with whatever it is you can bring. Because that's where our human effort stops. And that's where the Easter grace begins. And I don't want to be naive. There's still tough going in the human side of it. But the grace matters. But we've got to receive it. And if you want to prepare your heart to receive Easter joy, you've got to go to the tomb, and you've got to bring however much love and hope and goodwill you possibly can. But we wouldn't be here 2,000 years later if there weren't a truth in it. And if I or you can't bring ourselves to do that, if we're just watching a video from 2,000 years ago and we put in our order and we got what we thought we'd see, then we have the right come next Easter to maybe feel a little bit disappointed, a little bit wondering, what's all this stuff about? But if we can, in fact, go to our own tombs, the one thing I promise you is that you will be met. I would never presume to say, this is what your life is going to look like, but I wouldn't have given 20 of years of my own life to this if I hadn't seen time and time again that when we show up, so does the grace of Christ. So I'll leave it up to Father Trout whether he wants a new sign out there or not. But I'd like to suggest in all seriousness that St. Joseph's Catholic Church is the Easter Joy Cafe. It's open 24-7. It's got a big parking lot, but there's only one space. And that space says, your tomb, enter here.